Hi friends, you're listening to Art and Magic, a podcast where we connect all things practical, magical, and really real when it comes to walking the artist's path. I'm your host, Devin Walls, painter, mentor, and dreamer. Thank you so much for being here. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to Art and Magic, and welcome to this first deep dive solo episode. I'm going to be doing these here and there where I peel back the layers on a particularly juicy topic. And today's topic is all about how we can become more comfortable with being seen as an artist. This is one of the number one biggest issues and fears that I see in the artists that I work with. It's also something I've met myself a lot along the journey, particularly in the beginning, but I experience new levels and layers of it all the time. And I think that's because it's highly likely a lot of us got into making visual art because we're more comfortable behind the canvas. Um, We may have even had the hope that we would never have to show our face and that our creations could advocate and speak for themselves. Unfortunately, this is not entirely the case. So what I'm going to talk about today is why it's so important that as artists, we do become comfortable with being seen. And then I'm going to share with you three main things you can start doing today to start to ease this process, to start to warm up to being seen in a way that is organic and natural for you. If you take away nothing else from this episode, um, I want you to know that you don't have to be paralyzed in fear and shyness um, and anxiety forever. Even if you are a more quiet person and you're never going to be that person grabbing the mic and talking on stage, you can still become comfortable being seen in who you are as an artist and in your creations and in your work. So why does it matter that we are seen in our work? Why does it matter that we're comfortable being seen in our work? Well, first of all, if we're uncomfortable being visible, it's going to be really hard to share on social media, to talk about what we do when people ask us, to reach out for the opportunities that we want or say yes to the opportunities that come our way. To sum it all up, if there's this part of us that's saying, please don't look at me, it's going to be really hard to sell art and grow our business because growing in business requires people looking at our business, aka looking at us and our art. And let's hypothetically pretend that even if you were terrified of being seen, but you could somehow steamroll yourself into sharing, taking the actions, and sending the emails, meaning You're doing all of the actions on the surface, but on the inside, you still feel terrified. While that's better than doing nothing, A, that's kind of traumatizing for your emotional state, and B, that energy will leak into your business. You're going to have a very hard time knowing your true and authentic voice when you share. It's going to affect your results. At some point or another, you're not going to be able to force yourself And that's why I really believe in doing the emotional work rather than just taking all the actions and hoping it works out. 
so this all leads me to, okay, but in general, why do people need to see us? Why do we have to be visible? Well, I already talked about how that's going to be really important for your growth. Growth equals sales. I think that that math adds up pretty well. But people also need to see you and know you on a semi-personal level. doesn't have to be entirely personal, but semi-personal, because that's what sets art apart from home decor. Why does somebody buy handmade earrings or fine art as opposed to just going to the mall or pottery barn? Part of it is definitely the quality, um, definitely because it's unique and probably better. But I would argue that equally, if not more so, it's because people have a connection with that art and with that artist. And we facilitate and cultivate these connections by being seen, by showing ourselves, by showing our why, by showing our process, by sharing. And that's why social media has become so powerful when it comes to art sales. Being seen and visible and letting people get to know you is actually your best long-term business strategy. It's the difference between somebody who comes to your page and sees a piece of art and is like, oh my God, how cute. That matches my room. That kind of energy versus, oh, I've been following this person for a while. I'm invested in their process and what they have to say and how they're evolving. That second kind of relationship, that's what creates a long-term collector and is, is what helps somebody make a much bigger investment versus an impulse purchase at a lower price. So being seen matters. Um, hopefully that little rant convinced you of that. And more importantly than being seen, being comfortable with being seen matters. Because if you're not comfortable with it, it's not going to be sustainable. Okay, so now that we've got the why covered, let's get into the how. How can you become more comfortable with being seen? It just sometimes might feel like, I don't know, you're either an extrovert who loves attention or you're not. Um, And that's really not the case. So let's get into step number one. Step number one to getting more comfortable with being seen is understanding our fears around becoming visible. What is it specifically for us personally that makes us uncomfortable with being seen. I'm going to give you some of the most common things that I've heard, and hopefully you can identify one or more of these for yourself. Okay, so a big one is rejection. What if I am seen and I show up with my heart's work and I'm rejected? People hate it. They don't like me. They don't resonate with it. What if I fail? What if I announce that I'm an artist to all of my friends and family and all the people on Facebook that I went to high school with (laughs) and I make no money and I never succeed as an artist and I just go back to doing like something that I hate and everybody sees that. What if I'm genuinely not good enough? What if my art is terrible? What if it's not different enough, not fancy enough, um, not bright enough, not dark enough, (laughs) fill in the blanks here? And what if something bad happens to me if I become visible? I mean, not to steer into something too deep and dark here, but I want to mention this in case this resonates with you. I mean, like if you've had any past trauma where bad things have happened to you, whether that's severe trauma, developmental trauma, or, you know, anywhere in between, what if I announce myself on the world stage and something bad happens? 
So I just invite you to engage a little bit of self-awareness here. These things have much less power over us when we know what they are. You know, instead of sitting there and thinking to yourself, oh, I want to post on Instagram, but I'm so nervous and I just keep putting it off and I'm not really sure why. If you have a little bit of awareness as to what's going on, you might be able to identify, oh, because I'm afraid of failing or I'm afraid of getting a really nasty comment or I'm afraid of looking bad. And then you can move forward from there. You can ask yourself things like, well, is that true? Would that really happen? Is that likely? Or if it does feel a little bit true, what do I need in order to feel safe? And just working with it in this way. I also want to point out that in a lot of these fears that I mentioned, not all of them, but a lot of them, they have to do with other people's opinions. So if that's the case, it's really good to ask yourself, what am I afraid for people to find out about me? And again, that could root back to being not good enough, being too old, too young, too this, too that. But what's my secret that I'm trying to hide? What am I hiding in these shadows where I'm unseen? And what is the worst case scenario if someone were to find out about that? So let me give you an example. If my thing that I'm afraid for people to find out is that I'm untrained, uneducated, and didn't go to art school, what's the worst case scenario if somebody found that out? My art wouldn't be worth as much, maybe. They might judge me. Who does she think she is? And as I start to unearth this scenario, I can start to play with it. Well, is it really so bad if people know about that? Do I really think that in order for somebody's work to be valuable, they had to go to art school? Is that what makes a good artist? Or do I have my own definition of what a good artist is that maybe I actually do fit in with? And the last thing you can do in this department of working with our fears is own it. When you discover that thing that you're afraid for people to find out about you, take ownership of it. I can turn, oh, I didn't go to art school into, hey, I'm self-taught and proud. That's really cool. There's actually a lot of advantages to that. There is a woman who teaches manifestation. Her name is Lacey Phillips. And one of the things she talks about is owning things so that they don't own you. And that's really the truth. If we have these things that we're afraid for people to find out about us, that has control over us. But we can really flip that narrative by just airing it out. And even if we don't do that publicly, doing that internally and working with it ourselves can really make a huge difference. If this particular step of working with your fears resonates with you, I want to point you in the direction of a free resource that I have, and it's called The Five Things Blocking You from Your Unique Voice. And in that free series, I break down in depth some of the most sneaky and common things that I've seen with artists in working with them for years now that hold them back. And Finding your unique voice and being seen are actually very, very, very related. So I encourage you to work through each of those blocks. And in that series, there's a lot of prompts and exercises to help you identify them and move past them. So you can find that at devinwalls.com backslash resources. Um, it's also in the show notes. Okay, so step number two in becoming more comfortable with being seen is practice. 
practice, practice, practice. We need to practice showing up. There is an element to becoming visible that simply does just get easier when you get used to it. When I first started my business, I launched my first course and I had to send newsletters. I did this like whole series where I interviewed people and I really started showing up in a different way comparatively to how I had been showing up. And I remember just being terrified. I had all of the fears and more that we just went through, but I got through it. And when the next launch came around, I was a little bit more comfortable and I could speak a little bit easier and I didn't feel so embarrassed that I was selling something. There really was a growth edge to it where once I had stepped into that next level of being a little bit uncomfortable, my system did adjust. And now doing that, I don't even think about it. But there are other things that would be very scary for me to be seen in. And I have this awareness that Sometimes you have to be a little bit uncomfortable before you get comfortable. However, this one comes with a big caveat. I am not advocating that you steamroll yourself and you traumatize yourself and you throw yourself into the ocean before you've paddled around the pond. I just made that up. Hopefully that makes sense. So the key here is finding the steps that feel edgy but doable. If you are a closet artist, you've never shared a piece of work, (laughs) your friends and family don't know that you draw in the wee hours of the night, I do not recommend launching a huge business tomorrow. A small doable step that you might take would be confiding in one safe person. Hey, you want to see one of my drawings? Or hey, did you know that I make art? One safe person. If you want to start sharing your art online, but you're not ready for your friends and family to find out, Can you post it under a pseudonym? That would be a step for you. Maybe you're somebody who has an art Instagram, you're pretty comfortable with sharing, people know you make art, but you're still energetically kind of hiding. Can you share something a little bit more vulnerable about your process? Can you post one selfie? Can you talk on stories, but with a filter and for a really, really short period of time? The key here is baby steps from wherever you're at, because once you get comfortable with each new step, the next one will become easier and more accessible to you. And that's how you build a comfortability around being seen rather than just ripping off the bandaid and doing something so scary that you never want to come out of the closet again. So if you wanted to make this really actionable, I would sit down right now or, you know, when you're not in the car And ask yourself, what is something that would feel kind of good that I kind of want to do that feels doable, but maybe is a little bit daunting? It feels a little bit like an edge. Um, And if you're having a hard time taking action on it, you can ask yourself, okay, how can I make this a little bit more safe? Maybe I take out this one sentence, or maybe I take my really judgmental aunt off my newsletter list. What can I do to make this step workable for me, but where I can also keep showing up and practicing being visible and seen? Okay, so the third and final step is to cultivate confidence in your actual artwork. Clearly, this is a complex step that could be a whole episode on its own, 
But I'm going to give you just a couple key takeaways that might help you in this department. So this step is really important because even if we massively increase our emotional threshold for visibility, and even if we gain a ton of self-awareness around our fears, if there's a part of us that simply does not feel good about our art, um, we're not going to be able to grow with it and share it and stand behind it. So doing the things to cultivate the confidence in our actually art will probably be your biggest foundation for this whole process. So one thing you can do to feel confident in your art is make sure that you're creating consistently. Make sure that you're engaging with your process often. Again, another huge topic that's very loaded. But if you can even get in five minutes of creative time a day, that will make you feel like, oh yeah, I'm an artist. Oh yeah, I deserve to be sharing. And it's just going to help you all around in terms of being seen as the artist that you are. Another thing that's really important when it comes to confidence in your work is knowing that it's your own and knowing that it's your own voice. So I'm just going to leave that there. Um, This is something that even I have dealt with a lot, um, and I know it can be a sticky topic. Um, It can bring up a lot of feelings around it, and sometimes we need to experiment in order to find our voice. Totally get that. But of course, it's going to be really difficult to be comfortable being seen if there's a part of us that feels like, I don't know if this is really mine. So do do the work there. Do the analysis to ask yourself what pieces of your work came from where. Are you okay with that? Um, Is it influenced or is it copying? And the more honest you can be with yourself, the more confident you're going to be able to be in sharing it. It's also a really good process to work through because you might come to the conclusion, yeah, this is totally my own. In fact, you probably will come to that conclusion, in which case it's going to help your confidence in what you're creating because you're going to know that. Another way to gain confidence in your work is to make sure that you're creating for you and make sure that you are creating things that you love. If you are creating to please other people or to fit in with a trend or to prove to your parents that your art degree was not a waste of money, If you're creating in any sort of way that's disconnecting you from your genuine love of making art, there's probably going to be a part of you that doesn't feel very comfortable with that and doesn't want to be seen in that. So the more that you can make sure you are creating from your heart's deepest desires, the more confidence you're going to have in claiming, hey, this is what I do and this is what I love. So just do some check-ins around that. It's always good to do every now and again. We can all get trapped into creating from a place of should um, at different points in the journey, but creating from love will really help you feel confident. The last thing I'll say in terms of gaining confidence in your art is it does take time. And that might not be the most fun thing to hear since that isn't entirely in your control, but it might just be nice for you to know that the more time you spend engaging with your work over a period of months and years, the more you're going to feel confident, the more just used to being an artist you're going to be, and therefore it will be easier to be seen in that. So just trust that there is a foundation that gets built in years and it doesn't get built overnight. So give yourself some time. So there you have it. Your three main steps on the road to being very comfortable being seen 
are breaking down your fears and gaining self-awareness around what you're afraid for people to find out about you, practicing being seen, showing up in small, doable ways that feel edgy for you, but still safe and doable, and doing things to cultivate confidence in your work, mainly showing up for your work, checking in around what you're creating, is it you and do you love it? And giving yourself time that that confidence in your work will build if you continue to show up for it. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast. When you do that, new episodes will magically appear in your queue. And I would also so appreciate ratings and reviews. If you could just type in a little comment about why you love the show, why you're excited for upcoming episodes, that really helps to get the podcast out into the world. You can also share and tag me on Instagram. I am at Devin Walls Art, and that's a great place to keep up with podcast episodes. Uh, I also share a lot of tips and stories and things from the journey on my Instagram stories. So that's a great place to tune in as well. As a last reminder, if you want to grab that free series on the five things blocking you from your unique voice, you can grab that at devinwalls.com backslash resources. As for what we have coming up on Art and Magic, there are some really exciting episodes in store. On Thursday, the episode with Linda Coletta uh, will be released, and we get into the nitty-gritty of how she gained success selling her work. There's going to be tons of advice for working with interior designers, sending emails for the opportunities you want, building a collector base. The like real practical business tips that I know a lot of us are craving and wondering about. And she's also awesome and super real. You're going to love her. Following that, you can expect another solo episode where I'm going to share with you my top tips and strategies for building a sustainable art business. I'm really excited to share this with you guys because uh, acquiring success in a way that's been good for my physical and emotional health, that's also predictable and profitable, has been a huge interest and passion of mine. So stay tuned for that as well. So that is a wrap. I hope you enjoyed the first deep dive solo episode of the season. Until next time, I'm sending you lots of love and tons of magic.